I just got off the phone with my wife, who took my nine and seven-year-old boys to the doctor today. My nine-year-old son went in first, and the first thing this woman asks him is if he identifies as a boy, a girl, gender fluid, or non-binary. He's never heard of any of that before. And props to my wife because she said something. And if she didn't, they would ask my seven-year-old son the same question. Did you hear that? The key words were that his wife said something. Not enough of you parents are pushing back on the clear agenda to indoctrinate your children. And that's why these medical professionals have the comfortability to push their unscientific beliefs onto your sons and daughters. I did some more digging on this strong father and he homeschools his sons, which is exactly what I believe every parent should be doing at this point. I get it. It takes sacrifice to pull your kids out of school, but I pray you kids, we have the educational resources to help you. So head to our website and subscribe today. Nobody ever gets canceled for being too woke. Mm. So you can say the craziest thing, like men can have babies, and then nobody will, even though people are thinking, well, that's kind of nuts, nobody will say it. They'll just fall in line. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I've always thought, men can have babies, <laughs> sure. I saw a dude who was glowing yesterday, you know. I mean, it's, and that's the problem. That is totally insane. Cowardice. Yes, it is. It's moral cowardice, isn't it? But uh, it's an intellectual cowardice. And it, and it, but it also comes from a place of reality that fear, because they see people around them literally getting cancelled, getting shamed and oh, yeah. abused and hounded out of jobs, and oh. they think, I don't want it to happen to me. I promise you, whoever replaces Don Lemon has the same exact views as Don Lemon and the same exact views of everybody else at CNN. And that's not true for Tucker Carlson. Right. Like, there's at least there was a guy out there who like would disagree. The rest of the people at his network, yeah, disagree with both political parties. That, He's you know? really designed for the internet. I hope he. I hope he goes there. He's going to, unless they've paid him off to like the. I mean, if I was a person in a position of power, and a, a wild card like Tucker Carlson got released from Fox News, and maybe Rumble makes a deal with him or something like that. Do you have any? F idea how big that would be how be big his show it, it could make that that app it could make that that platform i mean yeah. if tucker carlson goes over there it'll be worth it for them to invest a considerable amount of money in. you know it's funny and by the way jersey judah back once again um i actually checked out a good portion of the interview i talked about it in the last episode between tucker carlson and Andrew Tate. Uh, pretty good interview, I gotta say. And what Joe Rogan is talking about, Tucker Carlson doing, Andrew Tate technically already did that. He was one of the first people to personally leave the YouTube app, leave it entirely, go on to Rumble and bring half of that community with him. Whether people like Andrew Tate or not, that's what he did. All right? But it's funny they're talking about this. I think this is an older clip. You know, Tucker, right after, man, he, he went on to Twitter and, and set the world on fire. Um, he did an interview with Russell Brand, which I went through clips of that, which is worth mentioning. Um, this transition, no pun intended, with this separation of media or what we see as mainstream media and the internet has already began. It's been going on for years. So 
just wanted to mention that. And with that being said, let's start a little introduction. Let me start off with two words. Made in America. You stupid. Oh God, it's blood. <laughs> Alright, that's it. I'm putting this blunt out. Damn, son, where'd you find this? Oh, we back. a little bit. Sky News, Australia clip, a clip from Benny Johnson going over Tucker Carlson, going one-on-one with Mike Pence. We got some shit to talk about, man. Hold up, hold up.
poor kids are just as bright and just as tall as white kids. <laughs> this is a disclaimer. The Crimson Capsule... Ch Hold up, man. So something's going on here. And, you know, if it wasn't for the fact that I'm so patient right now, <clears throat> I would have been just started cussing because this uh, audio booster that I paid money for, I actually paid money for this, it keeps closing and shutting off. I, I don't think that it's really worth buying this sound. That's what it's called. It's called sound. So... I get what I pay for, but anyway, official disclaimer. This is a disclaimer. The Crimson Capsule Chapel is a podcast about awareness and self-development. Do not listen if you are weak-minded and easily offended. This podcast is from a red pill perspective. We go hard on 304 so you can understand their nature. Again, listen at your own discretion. Thank you and enjoy. Jersey, Judah, back. This time it's nighttime. I didn't do nothing earlier because I ended up laying down, but I'm trying to figure out what the fuck I was doing before I just decided to lay down. Oh, yeah, I was playing, um, <clears throat> I was playing Battlefront, not Battlefront, Battlefield uh, 2042. And I was just like, hey, you know what? I already uploaded the episode because I started late today. I usually would do something early in the a.m., then try to do something afternoon and evening, and then do a night drive. Instead, <clears throat> you know, shit happened, right? But here I am back with another episode. Oh, yeah. Another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. And we talked about <clears throat> the red pill manosphere related topics. What I call my first weekend, which was Thursday and Friday, as well as Wednesday night. Now I want to dedicate the rest of the day. I might do something later on tonight just for GP. I finally was able to buy a proper, um, what do they call this shit? Let me, let me know what this is directly. I have a universal car mount, all right? Adjustable 360, multiple angle, you know, works on the dashboard and windshield. I got one of these shits, finally. So when I feel like going for a night drive, I can do so and still be recording. And I, I might do something tonight just because I'm talking about it now. But who knows? Um, we got a good amount of things to talk about on this episode. I don't want to waste too much time, but every time I say that, I tend to go in a little monologue, but we're not going to do the monologue on this episode. We want to go through 33 minutes total of content, 33 minutes and 17 seconds for this night show. We have Sky News Australia, which is, uh, I've been watching them probably since around the pandemic. Uh, when the pandemic happened, 
I think that's when Newsmax, especially when the election popped up, Newsmax really blew up and I started listening to them. And also Sky News, uh, Sky News Australia. Shout out to Australia. Um, We got a video called Go Woke, Go Broke, The Fall of Mighty Brands to the Woke Agenda. And then finally, Benny Johnson video is called Tucker Ends. Mike Pence's career in 60 seconds live. Pence fatality. All right. Shout out to Benny Johnson. He white. He's based too. Pretty based. Especially when it comes to the political shit. Man, 33 minutes. A lot of things to go through. Let's not waste any time. Go woke. Go broke. You guys see what's currently going on. Matter of fact, maybe I will do a little monologue, right? Because we're talking about woke media and how woke media gets down. The things that woke media does and how woke media has an influence in today's culture. You see, it doesn't, it's not, it's not difficult to explain what's going on, right? Every part of entertainment is actually being uh, wokeified. Whatever term you want to use, this wokeism has reached everywhere. Whether it's making traditional white characters black for the sake of doing it. I mean, we saw a Little Mermaid. She black. What the hell? You know, black folks can't swim like that. You got Black Velma from Scooby Doo. The black lesbian. Any chance they get to add gay or trans to characters that's already been developed, already been created as straight characters, just to push an agenda, they'll happily do it. And they won't think twice about it. And they're paying attention to see who's gonna react negatively. Who's gonna who's gonna tell it how it is? Because the people that do that, they go after their livelihood. They go after their careers. They try to take away their money. They try to take away their endorsements. They try to take away their credibility off of one opinion. Simply put, these people don't get on board with the woke mafia and the agendas that they try to push, whether it's accepting pedophilia are accepting these 35 different genders, it's a, it's a part of their strategy, okay? Old TV shows, classic TV shows, classic cartoons, comic books, video games, you name it, right? They're aiming the focus of distorting everything possible. Oh, you want to watch an action movie? I mean, it won't be a... Look, Dylan Mulvaney, watch. There's going to be an action movie about Dylan Mulvaney. That's how that's how serious this shit is, right? And they'll try hard as they can. Just as a silly example, they'll try as hard as possible to make Dylan Mulvaney a badass. They're trying to make Dylan Mulvaney a trendsetter. Bud Light, mission failed didn't work for him. Um, If y'all didn't know, 
And shout out to Megan Kelly for pointing this out. Dylan Mulvaney doesn't just have sponsors and advertisement money from Bud Light. You're talking about Nike and you're talking about a tampon company. A tampon company for a man who identifies as a woman who does not have a vagina to use the tampon. What the? But this is how they do it. Right? And if you don't accept it, if you have any criticism towards those people, you're almost taught secretly to keep your mouth shut. Go along to get along. You don't want to disagree with these people. These people have great power. These people have great influence. And it almost reminds me of how certain guys, certain artists, certain entertainment um, celebrities and prominent people, they talk about the entertainment business. In the entertainment industry, it's the same thing. The same sassy people who you would look at as weak and flimsy, they have a lot of power. They have a lot of pull and they can make or break somebody's career. In a snap of a finger. So that's something to pay attention to. Just a small monologue. <clears throat> just a small monologue. Nothing big. Nothing too crazy. We just going to jump right in. Once again, Sky News Australia. Check them out on YouTube. I think they're a channel somewhere out there. Um, they have good information. They've been talking and covering um, this current president that we have to tolerate. And they've been doing a good job. I seen the title of the video. I said, hey, this is worth incorporating. So let's do it, man. Go woke, go broke. After decades of domination, great American legacy brands like Bud Light, Ben & Jerry's and Target have taken a financial and reputational hit because they decided to hop on the woke bandwagon. Sky News All-Stars Rita Panahim, Megan Kelly and Caleb Bond chronicle the meteoric fall of these brands and ask if they will ever recover and win back their loyal customer base. Diversity, equity and inclusion are some of the biggest buzzwords in corporate America. In fact, DEI management is the second fastest growing job on LinkedIn at the moment, and big businesses are feeling the pressure to improve their reputation as an employer of choice in an increasingly competitive marketplace. But do these companies actually care about the well-being of their employees, or is this a very expensive display of virtue signals? Thank you. She's already hitting the money, and she's not even talking about the topic yet. See, this is good media. This is real media. It's still out there, people. You just got to find it. You got to stop being lazy about getting information. The information is important. Yes, these businesses, these companies, these brands, they are using the agenda to gain revenue. But it backfired on them because the people figured it out, right? Um, this whole inclusion thing via sexuality 
and gender, it almost excluded the blacks, which which I'm glad it did. Uh, when affirmative action is now mentioned, it's mentioned on the behalf of females instead of people of color, which I'm glad about that. Um, the worst thing that's happened to the minorities and the blacks is affirmative action. I personally believe it's a strategy that these people use to personally hire underqualified blacks in order to make an example of them. Excuse me, to make an example out of them. <clears throat> they don't get blacks who are ahead of the class to get a chance at an opportunity. They get the blacks who some cases don't even want to further their education. They just hand them an opportunity. And then when a lot of these black folks say, fuck it, I don't want to do this. Or worse, it's this constant victimhood mentality that these folks try to project on the blacks. And the blacks are more than capable of doing their own thing. And I don't mean this in excluding others, other races, other people. But what I mean is this forced inclusion thing, it's going to cause more problems than solve problems. You know it and I know it. In these in these businesses, in these um these businesses and these corporations, they're greedy. They're just going after the opportunity. Um, when the riots and the things were going on in 2020, when Black Lives Matter pretty much campaigned Joe Biden, or when they were pretty much campaigning Biden without even realizing it, you had all of these corporations, NBA, MLB, um, NHL, hockey team, they had Black Lives Matter everywhere. And when the whites who aren't racist, the whites who aren't hateful people, they just disagree with it are better. They just don't want that shit involved in their sports. It's their escape. They're trying to forget about the bullshit and the propaganda going on by watching a fucking baseball game or basketball game. They don't want to be reminded of this fucking bullshit constantly. And I'm talking about Black Lives Matter. But <clears throat> NBA, even Call of Duty, guys. Call of Duty had a Black Lives Matter uh, sort of post. Like when you start playing the game, it, it has a little segment and the screen goes black and it says Black Lives Matter. Like, yo, it's gotten out of control. But now the people are starting to wake up and go, hey, we've been lied to by the same people we've been donating money to. All you people done was donate money and, and, and help these people buy houses, cars and property. You've been left out. And I, I strongly believe that Black Lives Matter was just the operation and something orchestrated by the left, the same party that's responsible for the Ku Klux Klan. What you find with companies like this is they actually don't care about um, these different kind of cultural issues. They just want to look good and kind of have the social media um, Claps, uh, but yeah, it's it's ridiculous. And, and these multinational corporations, they don't care about us, you know, whether it's Bud Light or whether it's you know a Target, they really don't don't care. They just all care about their ESGs, or basically their social credit score within businesses. So I think that these companies, that all they care about is appeasing to other companies. Maybe they'll start appeasing to their customers and changing a lot of this weird indoctrination that they're just subliminally putting everywhere. Um, but also. You know what always bothers me, though? 
these people have been spreading some level of propaganda and they have been doing um, nefarious things behind the scenes in order to advertise their companies. This reminds me of a movie that's called Agency. It's a movie that was made in Canada. It's a Canadian movie and it's a movie that is about um, subliminal messaging and it, this came out in the 70s, by the way, an old movie, a goodie, a classic. I think there was a I think I found it on YouTube once. The movie's only about an hour and 25 minutes long, I think. But it was about um, subliminal messaging and advertisement way before technology even became jumpstarted to where it's at today. Like here you got people creating ideas and ways to get people hooked to products using sex, using drugs, using whatever images that they can use to trick the person's mind because these are very intelligent people. And these people know how the human brain reacts to certain things. In a sense that we as human beings will say violence is bad, but what are we entertained by? Violence. (laughs) Oh, sex and perversion is wrong. But what is our culture and society ran by today? Sex and perversion. The women can be as perverse and perverted and have absolutely no guilt in the world about it. The man who is sexless is the man who is looked at as the loser and the guy who's crazy. Not the woman out there giving herself to anybody that will benefit her. This is where we have reached today. This is where we are at. The list of once great brands falling victim to woke virtue signaling is growing longer by the day. Sky News All-Stars reflect on the victims of woke ideology. The most high-profile fall from grace has been Bud Light, where transgender influencer Dylan Mulvaney destroyed the market share of the iconic beer brand. Bud Light, we know the troubles that they're in, but they have now officially lost their title as the America's favourite beer. After two decades, all right. So, of course, the Bud Light situation you guys know about this. Dylan Mulvaney, you know, this character, you know, this person. I refuse to call him a her if that's considered offensive. Kindly go fuck yourself, respectfully. You see, people don't understand, some people just don't get it. You don't have to get involved with their agenda. You don't have to accept their agenda. And at the same time, you don't have to have hatred towards any of those people in the process. I respectfully decline, right? And at the same time, I'm going to stand on what I say. I will not participate with these demons who want to change everybody. It's not that they want to live their lives. It's the biggest misconception that these people have. You believe that these people are just trying to live their lives. They're just they're just innocent. And guess what? That's not true. These people perpetuate this negative energy where it's like you're either with us or against us. And the guys who are religious or the guys who are more conservative are just simply the guys who don't believe all that shit. If they try to buck a little bit and say, hey, we're not supporting this, they'll get called everything but a child of God because these are godless people. 
these are godless people. These are very confused, ill, mentally ill. Gender dysphoria is a mental illness. If I'm not mistaken, it's been a mental illness for a while now. It's just, I think the wrong person said that, and then it became, it, it, it started to catch on. Like, yeah, you you can want to identify as another gender, but you were still an original gender to begin with. You were born male or female. And this whole belief, and I'll get into it a little bit later, but I'll briefly breeze through it now. This idea that children who are not fucking mentally developed yet as functional beings in society underdeveloped they come up underdeveloped but somehow are being told if they can be women or not or somehow come to this conclusion to where I'm a girl I'm not a boy and these doctors and these people that, that these people that choose to do this um, child mutilation you are sick perverted demons and devils and if there's any hatred in my heart to anybody it would be towards those people the pedophiles and these wicked people in government. New top-selling beer in the U.S. Mexican lager Modelo Especial was the top-selling beer last month, overthrowing Bud Light. There are a couple things at play here, including flat-out changing taste, but also the backlash from a social media post by transgender influencer Dylan Mulvaney. This is really good. You know, I, I'm a firm believer that you, the individual, have some autonomy in this game. And when people say, okay, that company, you know, they've gone woke, they're promoting trans ideology or whatever it might be. In this case, it was because of this influencer, Dylan Mulvaney, uh, who supposedly is trans or whatever it might be. It's like, okay, you don't like your own audience. You don't like the frat guys who drink Bud Light. We're just not going to drink it anymore. And Bud Light, I mean, they really destroyed the brand. And I'm telling you. Well, look, man, this is the story <clears throat> that I know of when it comes to Bud Light. Some broad was was it was the broad's idea to get um, a transsexual Dylan Mulvaney involved. OK, she's not connected to culture whatsoever. She's a selfish, typical, self-centered woman. She's only thinking about her audience and what her audience may think. As big as woke has gotten, there's more people who are anti-woke than ever. There's more people who are anti-social justice. And they're on the left. You got people on the left that are against this. I talk about my favorite Democrat, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. And I'm pretty sure he's against it. But then again, most of the people on the left are against him. What the? So I fuck with RFK. But... There's more of that category of Democrat that is more uh, of a classical liberal. They they know what's right and what's wrong. They see conservatives like me, who's not really a pen and pad conservative, but pretty straight down the middle. Even when it comes to left or right, I, I kind of started left, found myself in the center and went more towards right. But the common ground being the center these people hear me, they understand, oh, okay, he's not doing this for money. He's not doing this for anything. He's saying what he what he's saying. And whether people believe it or, dis, or, or people like it or, or dislike it, they acknowledge it is what it is. You know, there's no sugarcoating. With these people 
on the opposite end, the classical liberal is the same way where his common ground would be conservatives like me, right? Who's not a Bible thumping, you're going to hell when you die type of conservative, right? And I've seen both sides of the aisle. So it's not like I'm, I was raised conservative. I wasn't. I was raised to vote Democrat. But as I gotten older and understood politics and understood my values and my contributions to society, I don't agree with a lot of things on the left. Now, the classical liberal may get offended by that. But for the most part, he'll probably say, yeah, you're right. I don't agree with all these different genders. I don't agree with all these agendas. I don't agree with this wokeism. So really, the left becomes the snake that eats itself. Is it the Occubus? The Occubus? The Occubus is the snake that eats its, uh, eats its tail. It's supposed to represent um, infinity, but in all actuality, it's just a snake eating its tail, right? And it's the... In one way, in an economic way, or in an economical way, it can be the politicians, the democratic politicians. They've forgotten about the common middle class folk. I think conservatives or Republicans are just that to an extent, blue collar, common middle class folks. We don't represent a upper echelon of anything except moral and character. I think with the left, it's almost the opposite where it's not really economic, it's status. So what's popular is this whole woke agenda. What's popular is the transgenderism. And so how does Joe Biden resonate with that? Well, he invites them to the White House. Has a transsexual flash his breast to the world in front of the White House. Absolute clown world. Hey man, this one's gonna stick. It's embarrassing uh, to go and, you know, get Bud Light at a bar or at a party or wherever anymore. This follows the latest update on Bud Light with Anheuser-Busch, reportedly the parent company losing $27 billion in market value Yikes. thanks to its attempt to force transgender ideology onto America's beer-drinking men and women. Go woke, go broke. I mean, you talk about $27 billion, people. That ain't that ain't chump change, man. Even to some of these people in the suits, the people that rule the world, right? It's 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 that ain't pocket change to anybody. That ain't pocket change to any fucking body. Let's face it, $27 to some people. That ain't pocket change, let alone $27 billion off of one terrible decision made by a woman in power. What a shocker. What a surprise. And her excuse was, and it makes sense because look at the results. Let me explain. This woman's excuse to doing the whole Dylan Mulvaney thing was she felt that the brand has been too... Um, it's been represented as, you know, women who wear bikinis and women going to the beach and women almost naked. 
and frat boys, guys who party, it's always been known as a guy beer, and they wanted to do something different. That's what she said. And boy, they did something different, all right. I mean, let's talk about protection of the brand. Let's just talk about this real quick. Now, I don't know too much about business, but logically, I've come up with, I have came up with some brilliant fucking ideas without even trying, right? So, this lesson that Bud Light, this lesson that Bud Light is learning, right, is what they could have done was they could have done a completely different beverage. Now, hear me out. Watch. They could have done a completely different beverage. Oh, maybe it's a seltzer lime, seltzer mango, seltzer strawberry, something fruity, right? (laughs) I'm just joking. (laughs) Something fruity, right? Some fruity seltzer drink type bullshit. Okay. All right. They could have used that and then used Dylan Mulvaney for that. So if that fails, it's not necessarily the beer that fell. It's the actual brand and the beverage, and they could have went along with that. Well, the beverage didn't suit them, or you know, the beverage wasn't something that we felt. They could have backed off, and they could have backed up very easily, ended the relationship with Dylan Mulvaney, and moved on to the whole patriotic thing, and it would have worked just fine for him. But they had a bitch run Bud Light. You understand? They had a woman in power, and look at the results. And even the ad agency behind the Dylan Mulvaney stunt Mulvaney. is facing a questionable future, according to Sky News All-Star Megan <laughs> Kelly. The disaster that is the performance artist of Dylan Mulvaney, we now learn that uh, there's more problems, not just for Bud Light, who people are not buying, they're not going back to it, they have found the alternatives when it comes to their beer of choice, but the ad agency responsible for, uh, well, for... Um, I know this may, I don't think this will offend people, but beer is beer, right? I'm pretty sure people understand what I'm about to say, right? By the way, no disrespect to Kid Rock, because when he shot all those beer cans, I thought that was the best thing on the internet for at least a month. What I'm saying is, if people are advocate Bud Light slash Budweiser and Heiser Bush, because you got Bush beer and you got a lot of other beers that are affiliated, okay, with that distribution. I think it's a distribution. If someone really don't fuck with you anymore and they say, hey, I'll get a Miller because I'll drink Miller Highlight. I drink Miller Draft. Miller's pretty good. And um, I saw the whole, they had the Miller. Was that Miller? There was another commercial where it was a bunch of women and the, the women are just running the company. That's the whole narrative. The women are running the company now and there's no longer going to be women in uh, swimsuits. There's no longer going to be women in bikinis advertising. And I'm saying to myself, are y'all bitches stupid or retarded? Which one are y'all? Like, are y'all dumb? This is where money is involved. All these guys, we're not intellectuals. We, we're not sitting back. Um, looking at the patterns on the fucking beer can to see which one has a better aesthetic. To, we're not doing that. We just try and drink some beer. We see beautiful women, lovely women, attractive women advertising the alcohol. A lot of guys probably will drink the alcohol. 
It's not a secret. It's how advertisement works. When you have a bunch of women claiming that, hey, this ain't the same beer that you used to drink. This beer was made by strong and independent women. Guys don't give a fuck about that. We're literally buying beer to get drunk and forget about this fucked up society. Why would we be reminded that when we're buying the beer to begin with? What the? These bitches are burnt, dude. Comparing the performance artist is in even more trouble now. The reports are that they are in an all-out panic. And why wouldn't they be? They've made a legendary mistake. They now have made this brand rather than more sellable. They have made it a laughing stock. To be caught with a can of Bud Light in America now is like being caught with your pants down. You look like a fool. Isn't that something, man? This is how you know certain companies and brands are just out of touch with society because society in itself is already split. And it's not just a social thing. It's not a racial thing. It's not a political thing. Um, It's not even really an economic or financial thing. It is a thought thing. It's a simple thing called thought. You either think something is positive or you think something is negative. You either think something is right or you think something is wrong, right? Even politically, right, people would categorize me as right-wing or not a Republican, but more conservative. But I don't, I don't play the political games with people. Um, I'm not a huge fan of immigration. I'm not a huge fan of abortion. I don't hold those topics back because I'm fearful of how sensitive another human being is. I don't have the time for that. And a lot of people don't have that consideration for you. So why would you have that consideration for somebody you don't even know? You have your opinion. God gave you a voice. God have given you some level of uh, common sense to know what is right and what is wrong. It's just some people choose to uh, fall back or play dumb, which I, I... I tell people to play dumb, but I don't mean that in the sense of acting retarded. I said that before. I know that's politically incorrect, but I am politically incorrect. I'm not a politician. So what what ends up happening is you'll have the people and it's like you're either like I call it pseudo intellectual. Like I consider myself a pseudo intellectual. And what I mean is I know I know a thing or two. I read a couple books. I watched a couple of films or a couple of documentaries. I've seen a couple of articles. There's some things that I can just remember, right? Like Joe Biden signing the crime bill in 1994, which incarcerated the most blacks under any, under any presidency with Bill Clinton. Joe Biden participated with that. And he has the audacity to call Donald Trump a racist when he was at a time politically trying to get men, mostly the blacks in urban areas, locked up for small quantities of drugs. But then I thought about it. You know, Kamala Harris isn't really that different than Joe Biden, right? She was the California uh, lead attorney, I think, or something like that. Uh, 
crack down on uh, marijuana usage and um, marijuana possession charges, giving guys five years mandatory for marijuana possession. You know, they're actually one in the same now that I think about it. It's funny. Everyone will laugh at you. You're not in on the joke. You've made yourself a national humiliation just by selecting the wrong beer can. And for those who have been living under a rock and haven't yet been told what's happened to that brand and what it now means, they're about to find out the hard way. It's going, they're going to be the butt of a lot of jokes just by ordering a beer that used to be symbolic of middle America. So, so far, we've had at least two people essentially fired, laid off, but they were never seen again. <laughs> um, we've had this uh, advertising company completely embarrassed and in a panic now. Who's going to hire them to run their marketing campaign? We've had one of these classic American brands absolutely devastated, and their devastation has been like a nuclear bomb. The plutonium has rubbed off. It's still in the ether, coming down on companies like Target. You know, my thing is, and I think this is an issue. When I talk about these companies and these brands sort of losing the connection to society, they don't know what's going on. They don't know what people like or what people dislike. They'll just look through a newspaper, see what's mostly talked about, and they almost try to incorporate that. I think these companies have became too uh, white collar, and I don't mean that in a racial matter. I mean, they become too white collar. They're, they're disconnected from society because they're always in the office. 10 to 12 hours a day. They barely see sunlight. They only see sunlight when they wake up and it's not even enough. It's like sunrise. You ever see the sunrise? It looks nice, but if that's the only thing that you see during the daytime before you go to work, it's kind of depressing, right? These guys claim to have a connection to everyday people going on. It's blue collar guys like me. It's blue collar guys like a guy down the street or a guy two blocks away who's actually more connected to society than the people who make all of the money. And by making all of the money, they isolate themselves from the from the blue collar everyday working guys. The people that are mostly out there buying their product, they're the most disconnected to them. What the? Like Chick-fil-A, like Kohl's, another clothing company. So the, the shrapnel is hitting others now because the American public has been stimulated, awoken, and remains very angry about this kind of thing. Department store Target also experienced financial and reputational damage when they featured a tuck-friendly range of apparel for children during Pride Month. Sky News All-Star James Morrow explains. Well, as we always say on this show, go woke, go broke. <laughs> Isn't that the case? Just check out what's happening to Target in the U.S. Eliminated. It has lost $9 billion with Eliminated. a billion dollars in market value. Eliminated. Bringing that, bringing that homo agenda, bringing the queer agenda to the children. I have no problems with these people being whatever the fuck they intend to be. It don't bother me one fucking bit. I know that's not popular with the right, but I'm not what you would consider a traditional conservative. I know that. I'm a hood conservative. I'm black. I'm from the trenches, nigga. I don't give a shit. I got my opinion, and my opinion, for the sake of my podcast, matters to me. Now, I'm not saying that my opinion is more important than the next person's opinion. I remain humble, yet confident, in the spirit that is within me, I'm not even confident in me personally. I'm not comp my confidence isn't in me. It's in the spirit that God has granted me and blessed me with. Without the spirit, I'm just a human being.
And most people are just human beings. They don't acknowledge the spirit that is within them. But all these perverted demons, they want to get rid of the spirit. They want to get rid of God. They're going after the churches. They're already inside of the churches. You got gay pastors, lesbian pastors, trans pastors. There was a gay pastor, I think, and... Um, Oh man, where was he at? I don't want to say I don't want to say a country that I'm not a hundred percent sure in, but I believe it was Denmark. It was a gay uh, a gay Catholic priest in Denmark who said that he's only marrying gay people. And then there's even some of them that want to exclude straight people from the church. This is how perverted this shit has gotten. And if you speak out about it, there's consequences and repercussions. But if you're don't if you're only doing it to inform others or if you're only doing it to, you know, let people know and to have no real hate and anger towards it, you know, a joke or two may come out. But, you know, it's all fun. Because, like I said, the biggest antagonizers are not the homophobic, quote unquote, homophobic men. It's the actual gay and trans community. They put it out there right in front of you. Don't say nothing bad about it. That may be your career. That may be your livelihood. Causing controversy over its rollout of a pride collection featuring LGBTQ friendly clothing for children. Now, to discuss this and lots more, filmmaker and my Terrible. favorite New Yorker, Ami Horowitz, joins me now. Ami, thanks so much for coming on the U.S. Report. And I'm fascinated by this whole case of Target following on Bud Light. It seems like public protest is really working here with the calls to boycott Target. And by the way, y'all already know I like to talk. We're just going to go through this video and this episode. And then directly after, I'll work on the next video but my plan will most likely be just to upload these episodes tomorrow morning. So that's my plan because this has already been like 50 minutes in. Um, yeah, 50 minutes, 25 seconds. This video in total is 15 minutes and we're not even at seven minutes yet. So we're going to pretty much have an hour and 30 minutes episode for this and probably do the same for the next video that involves Benny Johnson and Tucker Carlson. They started to panic. Yeah, you know, look, I've always been of uh, the view that we should not use economic boycotts. We have political disagreements. That has always been my view for many, many years. I've changed that view. Um, the other side has weaponized economics. They've weaponized boycotts to push their particular agenda and has been extraordinarily effective. Uh, for that reason, I changed my mind a couple years ago. I think we have to wield the same weapon. I think it's it's damaging to all of us in the US and the world to do such a thing, but I don't see it as any kind of choice. Yes, it has worked. It's worked quite effectively, actually. It's worked with Ben Light. It's now worked with Target, or as we say, Target. Target. Yo. Yeah, that's out of pocket, bro. That's out of pocket, brother. Tarjay, I'm finished, bro. I'm through. This is it. Tarjay. 
Oh my lord. <laughs> what the? Why are you gay? <laughs> Why are you gay? Emotional damage. <laughs> All right, let's continue. <clears throat> stores. Um, it's, it's awful that we've come to this position, but this is where we are, and we have to fight fire with fire, and it, it, it pains me to say that, but yes, economic boycotts are very, very effective. So this is a really interesting thing to me then. Is it doesn't seem that on the I guess conservative or maybe just I should say normal side of politics and in the customer base <laughs> just out in general. <laughs> if y'all if y'all ever seen um because like there's a lot of these like leftoids, they, they kinda like they're like doing a baby face. It's like a baby face promotion. And it's where, like, if y'all watch wrestling, if you know about wrestling, you know what I'm talking about. So when you watch wrestling, you usually have, like, a good guy. He goes out there. He gets cheered. People love him. Kids love him. Shit like that. And you have the bad guys who's booed, right? But there's a point in one's career where the bad guy is so hated, in a sense, as a character that he's actually liked. And people wait until that moment to where that guy finally, you know, makes that promo or he finally goes out there and helps the good guy and becomes the good guy, right? You get guys like Pierce Morgan. You get guys like, I would say Bill Maher, but I'm not really a fan of him, but I'll mention him as an example too. You get guys like Bill Maher, whose previous, whose entire, by the way, um, M.O. was pretty much being the liberal, but he was that sort of over the edge liberal or leftist at the, at the at best in like the mid to late nineties, right? And he was doing shit that was outrageous before anything or any other any other person was doing it when it came to like you know political talk and shit like that. But today, it's almost as if he forgot what career he had beforehand. And he kind of turns, and these other guys, they turn on the woke agenda. They turn on the whole trans thing. And they kind of, to me, it's kind of disingenuous. And like I said, it's simple. If you've been pretty much making a career sort of in that same space, just because, you know, you know, they, they motherfuckers try to rock the boat a little. And before that shit sinks, like the Titanic, before that shit sank, real motherfuckers had the life jacket and they jumped in the water. They not doing no romantic shit. Oh, we're going to die with this beautiful boat. Y'all niggas is tripping. It's time to get the fuck out. He did it. He just did it at an awkward time. There's other guys who are subtle or subtle about it. Um, Joe Brown, you know, Judge Joe Brown, shout out to him. He's a Trump supporter. There's a lot of people who are Trump supporters, but because they look at politics as a personal thing, they're not, it's, they're old school to a sense of, they're not discussing it on the regular just to do it. I think we should be doing it because we're not normal. We're not normally known for doing it. So we need to be. Uh, more educated, self-educated. 
It's like you have the ability to go out there and find out what's really going on, but you stay stagnant and lazy and dependent on a shitty mainstream media network that's barely getting views. People have all woken up to this kind of at the same time and are saying enough is enough. And U.S. ice cream giant Ben and Jerry's hypocrisy was exposed after they demanded reparations through a 4th of July tweet. Oh, shit. Fuck. <laughs> Look, I like Ben and Jerry's. I still eat that shit. It's a very good um, high snack, stoner snack. I will say I would use the term stoner snack. Ben and Jerry's is, is a part of a cheat day. Maybe you just got back from the gym, right? Maybe you just got back from the gym. Hey, hey you want something to snack on? Ben and Jerry's, that's the go-to. These people asking for reparations and all that shit, whatever. I, look, look, I can care less about that subject, so I'd rather not go through the subject because that will offend most of the people I, I would assume listening. And I don't mean to do it. It's just that don't mean nothing to me. The whole reparations thing, slavery, realistically speaking, and I'm just being honest with y'all. Slavery don't mean shit to me. I don't look at that and go, we're fucked up because of this. I can't say that we today are fucked up because of it. It's the mental and spiritual slavery that we go to. We go through today. The spiritual slavery is you only sticking to yourself in a sense of not as an individual, but as a group. You have to identify with a group in order to have an identity. Everybody has an identity outside of color. Everybody has morals, ethics or lack thereof as human beings that are not connected. It may be connected in ways of culture and how one's raised but it's not connected directly to color. It's the mental slavery of still being reminded of slavery and then you carrying yourself like a victim or like a slave. The history that people have been taught were lies because the people purposely tried to do it. I remember niggas was talking about Abraham Lincoln being black and then Abraham Lincoln was Jewish. They, they made any type of Besides him just being a white man, being a fucking white man, a white Republican. And at the time, the white Republican was the ally to the black. Realistically speaking, for those that know their history and know what the Republican Party was all about within its foundation. The old school Republican would not be a quote unquote redneck, but it would be a a white person that's trying to free niggas. That's what the Republican Party were. The Democrats were considered the white man's party. They wanted blacks voting for them, but they didn't want blacks being with them. They just wanted their vote. And it's been the same throughout history. Why am I saying this, connecting this to the woke agenda? Because the blacks are just, just as involved as any other group, and which is why they're tied into the homosexuals, the transgender and all these other radical leftoids that are out here trying to destroy the country, they're out here burning the American flag. Now, once again, black folks burning the American flag, yeah, that's 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 rough, but I'm not I wouldn't be surprised to see it. 
white people burning the American flag deserve to be executed. All right. White folks that burn the American flag deserve to be criminally investigated and if needed, executed publicly. Just to make an example, you're not you can't. What the fuck? That would be like me, even though I disagree with the red, black and green movement as a whole. That would be like me burning the African-American um, flag or me burning, you know, the red, black and that would be like me burning that flag. It would be the same for me. These whites that are burning the American flag saying that, you know, white people are the devil when they're white themselves. They are the deceivers with that logic that they are using. They are telling you that whites are the oppressors, but they themselves are caucasoids, mostly liberal. Let's be honest, mostly. You see, I'm hip to shit, so I understand this shit now. It's no longer like a mystery or something that I have to solve. You know, like how Scooby-Doo is, you know. I haven't watched Scooby-Doo in a while, but I'll just get high one day and just watch Scooby-Doo. It's like the villain at the end. Some people watching the show, IQ levels is up. You already know who the fucking villain is. But you want to watch this shit anyway because you want to see the twists and turns and what's going to happen prior to that. This whole shit politically is just that, right? I predicted that the black vote for Trump would double if he were to get indicted again. Number one, that's what I said. And number two, it was going to go up from like 2019 and 2020 because people were starting to see the same type of guys like Joe Biden, who's just been lingering around office for 47 years, hasn't done a goddamn thing for the blacks. Besides, try to incarcerate those who get caught with a little amount of drugs rather than try to give them the proper treatment. See, in order see, in order to be a true politician, you have to be a liar and a manipulator. And Joe Biden is just that. He's been lying for 47 plus years. He's been plagiarizing and taking people's speeches for decades. Now, of course, you won't be able to remember any of those things, those speeches he took from RFK Sr., from, I think, the prime minister of, um, I think, Scotland. I think he took something from the prime minister of Scotland. I can be wrong. But he's been he's been plagiarizing and taking people's shit for years because people are so uneducated. And I don't say this in a negative way. They just don't understand history. They don't understand Joe Biden's position throughout history and the people that he was affiliated with. And even when he got into power, he was already laced in with a couple of people, the motherfucker from um, from the Ukraine. And then I heard something earlier about Putin and how he felt about he wanted to ban um, Monsanto or not Monsanto, but, you know, that that company that uh does these fake genetic shit, they spray shit, chemicals on the fruit and all this shit, the so-called keep it fresh, but it's supposed to be toxic and deadly. You got Putin that wants to ban that in his area because he said it himself that the people in the West are just blindly following people without without really verifying and seeing what they're all about. This is Putin. 
the so-called bad guy that I said before, I already knew. And, and in terms of how we should view him, he's not a bad guy. The motherfucker from the Ukraine is more corrupted than anybody. But the Bidens and the Biden administration, they've been talking to him for over three years. It's all out there. The information is out there. Some of the tapes are leaked. But didn't offer their headquarters land to the traditional owners themselves. And now perhaps Ben and Jerry's is going to pay a price too. <laughs> the mediocre ice cream Hey, yo, I'm still buying Ben and Jerry's. I'm, si- I'm sick of y'all. Y'all ain't going to tell me what to buy and what not to buy. If those niggas want reparations, why would I be mad about it? This goes back to what I've been talking about, where business is business, and if the product is good, I'm buying it, right? Now, there are, there is a breaking point, or there is a limit to this. When it gets to the whole rainbow thing, that's kind of my limit. That's when I go, okay, I'm not going to deal with this. Like, if Ben and Jerry's just went full LGB, XYZ, rainbow mafia, on people and just had like, you know, pride flavor and, you know, a sherbet pride flavor. Don't, hey, don't take my word for it. Watch it be a thing soon. I'm guaranteeing y'all this shit. Just so when this shit happens, I can feel like how other people feel where they're so in tune with what's going on that they pretty much predict most of the shit that happens. I can just be one of those people. And I can just keep reiterating it and it, and it bothers y'all. I hope it bothers y'all. Y'all go, man, he talks about that shit a lot. Yeah, because I proved it because I was right. You goddamn right. The same way that the same way uh, guys like Alex Jones, he what? <laughs> Infowars, niggas like Alex Jones, the same way that nigga talks about it. He'll mention something as much as fucking three, four fucking years ahead of time. It's like this nigga has a a fucking time machine. He's able to see what's going to happen in the near future or where certain politicians will be. And frighteningly accurate. That's where I'm trying to be at. No stranger to activism. And this week they marked Independence Day with this Twitter post saying it's high time we recognize that the U.S. exists on stolen indigenous land and commit to returning it. Well, it seems that bit of anti-American sentiment might cost Ben and Jerry's. Not only are they calls for a boycott as the parent company's share price falls, but they are now being asked to live up to what they're preaching about the US existing on stolen land that must be returned. An indigenous tribe descended from the Native American nation that originally controlled the land in Vermont that Ben and Jerry's headquarters oh, is located on. <laughs> they want their land back. What a surprise. Price. <laughs> now look, man. I got um. I'm one of those blacks. I'm black. I'm one of those blacks that actually have um Native American ancestry, and I have proof of it. Like I can't. I won't just tell a person that because you know that's in the black community, right? Like where like if niggas say I'm Native American, it's like you know that's the thing. Oh, well, I'm Cherokee. You know that whole thing. But, but I have evidence, so I don't want to hear, you know, any of that. And um, I don't I don't look at like, for, for example, Native Americans 
and it was this before I think this was before slaves right so Native Americans kind of had gotten had not not the worst but they've gotten it pretty bad from the colon uh, from from the people from the colonies and this is where the whole that whole thing comes from and the whole white man is a devil trope comes from this but I don't really go along with it but what I will say is Native Americans besides the casinos the reservations and the deal that they kind of made which is sort of a form of reparations if you ask me um but I'm not I'm not for reparations but I'm saying for them that was a form of reparations for them to have the casinos and have you know areas property reservations things of that nature land in other words because they were essentially slaughtered now I'm not on the say I'm not I'm not to say that these Indians at the time these in, these savage and let's just be honest and I can say this I'm part Native American but at the time you watch the westerns I'm actually prone to believe that they were more like the motherfuckers in the western movies where they were just out there shooting you know they they seen a pale face and they probably just started shooting that's probably what took place but I'm not but it's not 100% it's just my opinion I think it's just a misconception but um to know that they own like Vermont or some shit like that, I mean, I don't, I don't know if that's much of a surprise for me. Maybe to you guys. The chief of the Nalhegan band of Kusak Albanaki Nation told Newsweek they wanted to reclaim stewardship of their lands, but Ben and Jerry's had failed to approach them. Imagine my shock here. <laughs> the beloved Disney company also refuses to acknowledge the financial damage Damn. Being Woke is doing to their brand. Oh yeah, by the way, Disney. Disney will never fall off. I will I will say this directly. Disney will never fall off. Disney will lose money. They're already losing money. But I think they're going to learn a valuable lesson. They realize that society can't be turned into woke. There can only be certain people who believe that and live by that. It's not universal, especially black folks who guys like Professor Griff, guys like Sam Coakley, um, guys like um, I can keep going. These guys were originally woke, and I don't mean woke in this whole agenda and shit going on. Woke being aware of what's going on and what's happening, knowing about what's going on in the past and learning that what's going on in the past is going on today and will somehow go on the same way in the future because nothing new is under the sun. Beyond a world or beyond our wildest imagination is whatever afterlife that you believe. But while we're here, nothing is necessarily new. All these agendas were things that were set in stone from the 60s. And they implemented and kind of added and changed a few things around as the years went along slowly putting it into television 
I think one of the major things for them that took place was a lot of the uh, drag queen shit. And uh, what was that guy? RuPaul? Guys like him? I don't think he's a... Tra- I, don't think, I think he's just a, a drag queen. I don't think he's actually with the whole giddy up. So that's why I call him a he instead of whatever. When that started to go on television, and, and most guys, like, we really don't give a fuck. We'll actually laugh at it, but then we're looked at as assholes for laughing at it. So we have to somehow not only accept it, but take it serious. Now the guys take it serious because these same, well, not the same exact drag queens, but you get you catch my drift. The drag queens today, they're in the schools. Now it's not to say all drag queens believe this shit. I, I shouldn't even have to say that. But I'm going to say it anyway. It's not to say that all drag drag queens believe going into schools and reading stories. But enough of it's going on, right? Enough of it's happening. So now it's a slippery slope for these people. And Disney and what Disney's been doing. But see, I'm, I'm very I'm very fair about this about my criticism to Disney. Growing up, you guys that's been listening, you guys know my favorite, one of my favorite movies growing up was The Lion King, the original Lion King. I want to emphasize the original Lion King, not that new shit where they got Beyonce and all this other shit. I ain't with all that. I'm like old fashioned movies television that's another good example of this wokeism and how people and one of the and people just think wokeism is just about making things crazy no they try to remake something that's a classic and they fail for people that know my favorite show being the twilight zone another great example y'all took a show with nothing wrong with it at a time where there was not much special effects you had the narration of, of Rod Serlin, in my opinion, just a fucking goat. And he was a classic liberal. Another good example. And I think I mentioned this before where he had an interview when he went to UCLA and he went to other places and spoke about his career and writing and how he got involved with the Twilight Zone and came up with the idea and finding the actors. Like He's a very fascinating person. But he's also, once again, straight down the middle classical liberal that is more tolerable than what liberalism is today. Just throwing that out there. Reveals Sky News all-star Rita Panahi. And speaking of lefty lunacy, Disney is in the headlines this week after losing a whopping 2.4 million subscribers. I wonder if the company's relentlessly woke activism has anything to do with <laughs> the, well, their image Bye-bye. suffering. Surely the painfully woke content, including incoherent race-baiting cartoons. I forgot this chick's name. Her name's Rita something. Um, she's a, she's a good, uh, what do they call those people? News anchor, newswoman, whatever they call them. She's good at what she does. She has a lot of clips on her, um, on the sky, sky news, Australia channel. And like I said, I typically don't, I'm not a news type of person and meaning I like news in small dosages. 
So the best thing that they did, in my opinion, is what a lot of news networks like Sky News or uh, Breaking Points or Newsmax, guys who used to work for Newsmax like uh, Benny Johnson, they do shorts. And their shorts get people sort of tuned in to their channel. So it's really like them doing a 30 minute promotion or them going through um, not 30 minute, 30 second promotion or they're going through 30 seconds of an interview that they did with somebody. And that's how they draw people in. So uh, chicks like I forgot Rita, I forgot her name, but girls like her, women like her. And Megan Kelly too. She's also been doing that. Um, a lot of shorts that I play in the beginning. It it really gets uh, a lot of people involved in the shorts. These people end up getting like 3.5 million views of the shorts, and it just draws people to their channel. Well, that doesn't have anything to do with their current troubles, does it? I mean, you wouldn't love to watch the Proud family, Louder and Prouder, which features the diabolically dumb and dangerous book, White Fragility, from race hustler Robin D'Angelo. I mean, what could be better than sitting down in front of the TV with the kids to watch this catastrophe? Slaves built this country, and we are the descendants of slaves. <laughs> oh no! Oh god, you gotta be kidding me, yo, yo, brutal, cringe, yo. America have earned reparations for themselves and continue to earn reparations every moment we spend submerged in the systemic prejudice, racism, and white supremacy. White supremacy. White supremacy. Oh, Lord. White supremacy. Yo, victimhood, man. Victimhood mentality. These colored folks, these aren't even blacks. They're they're old school colored folks. They run around tail between tail tucking between their legs when they see the white man. Then they leave. See these white people trying to oppress us. You work in jobs being paid by the white man. You get your mail from the white man. You give the white man that gives you your DoorDash food a tip. Get over it, man. That's all I'm saying. Get over it. There comes a time where it's like, all right, man, enough's enough. It's time to move on. You know what I'm saying? It's time to fucking move on. Imagine being a black person today saying something and really think about this for a second because I'm going to make y'all think. Imagine being a black today and saying that emancipation is not freedom to just 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 by thought a black person back in those days where the emancipation of proclamation took place and whites who stood up for the blacks like Abraham Lincoln were to hear some dumb shit like that he'd be rolling over his bones his bones are his bones is rattling what the 
he can't even roll over in his grave. It's the bones and shit, the skeletons just rattling. That's just retarded. The shit that these people come up with, these old school colored folk, they're not even black. They're colored. Old school colored folk. Fucking ridiculous, man. Yo, I can't, bro. I can't stomach this, man. Gosh, can't wait to get home and watch the rest of that. Right after I stick a couple of thumbtacks while they... <laughs> oh, God, I can't, bro. Oh, Lord, help me. Lord, help us all, man. Oh, man, I can't. Yo, <laughs> Yo that is brutal, man. You talk about free entertainment. See, white folks, and see, this is my thing. If I can sit back and laugh at these these black self-victimized blacks, right? If I can laugh at this shit and see the humor of this, I can only imagine what white people are thinking when they see this shit and when they hear this shit. It's like another one, man. <laughs> That's what they got to be saying to themselves. Some of them say it out loud. Shit, I don't, I, I'm not against it. Like I've said before, a lot of things about our society is as backwards. The blacks, like myself, for example, and I take liberty of doing this. I can talk about things that involve race and not feel guilty about it. I didn't victim. I didn't. I did not victimize anybody. I did not brutalize anybody. I did not oppress anybody. I did not rob anybody. I did not kill anybody. I did not steal from anybody to feel any guilt for myself, let alone for my quote unquote race, because I'm still an individual. Whatever those niggas did, those niggas did. I don't have to identify with those niggas. I can identify as a descendant of those niggas. <laughs> it's a big difference, right? But this is how the left, they will people in. The woke agenda, they will people in. Hey, look, this black person was killed through this circumstances. We're, we're going to tell you what happened. We don't know anything personal about it, but we're just telling you that a white man did it and it has something to do with racism and you need to march. What do you people do? You don't sit back. You don't assess the situation. You don't see and you don't try to, to get a better perspective. You rather just react off of instinct and react off of emotions. But because you're using emotions, your instincts are shit. You don't have any instinct. With how the next person feels, now you feel. You're not even able to sit back and analyze what the feeling is to have to begin with. This is how racism becomes a thing. This is how racism is still a thing, right? Which really, if you break it down, it's more about economics and class. It's a form of classism. And from my point of view, it's just me not dealing with people on a political level. I'm, I'm a politicalist. I mentioned this before. 
and I may I may do an episode about it. I'm a politicalist, meaning outside of entertainment, I can only deal with and touch base with more conservative, right leaning type of people, right? Pro life type of people, right? Um, more God fearing, more God fearing than religious, more spiritual than religious type of people. Non atheist type of people, right? And I and I tend to, I've tend to made a, I made a connection throughout the years to realize that most of those people are not either in my area or they don't necessarily look like me. But I've already gotten over the whole color when it comes to judgment and character being of judgment. Where, of course, Martin Luther King mentioned it, that a good man is a man based on character rather than based on color. But a lot of people with MLK, the same people like Brother Malcolm X, and MLK also tried to expose the Democratic Party by saying that he was fearful that he led his followers into a burning house, the burning house, house, house of representatives, house, house, house. Interesting. Something to mention. Just saying. And Starbucks went all out, dedicating an entire TV commercial to transgender issues. Backlash from customers, which forced them to turn down their work agenda. They can't win, though, with staff striking over the removal of Pride merchandise from the stores. Starbucks have shown that politics and coffee just don't mix, whichever way you look at it. Around 3,000. Whatever you say. You know, like I said, man, I used to be one of those people that would be um, apolitical to an extent. But now I see the importance of it. It's like... um, It was something that was always in front of me. I just never took the time to really look at it. Or I was looking at it the entire time, but I wasn't looking into it. And then now realizing that people like myself would downplay politics and say, oh, man, politics is this. Politics is that. Politics doesn't matter. You know, that's bullshit. That's not going to affect us. Something like that. But be sort of the same people or be around the same people that will say sports teams matter. The same people that tell you that politics don't matter and politics is bullshit. They'll argue and sometimes even fight over basketball games, football games and other meaningless shit. Right. Now, as I'm older and I'm looking at things a little bit more wiser a little bit more older, but definitely more me, right? Um, more of an identity, more of a voice, more of an opinion, more facts, okay? <laughs> Which is difficult. It's easy to go on here and talk shit and act like everything that I'm saying is true, but to actually come with the information and have the evidence to back it up and to stand on what you say 
regardless of how people take it, that takes an amount of bravery, strength, and stupidity all at once. And that's pretty much me in a nutshell. 500 Starbucks workers from over 150 stores will go on strike this week in the US. The union representing Starbucks employees say stores are not allowing employees to decorate their workplaces for Pride Month. The company has denied the claims, labelling them as false information. It comes as many businesses face growing criticism for their support of Pride Month. Starbucks India has decided they're going to advertise about transgenderism. Oh, they shit. put out an ad depicting oh. a transgender girl. Yo, Starbucks in India. What the? Time to tear that shit down. That's what you people get. I just realized how racist that sounds. I'm not a racist, by the way, but that is funny. But no, that's what these people get for. And it's like that that goes to show you it's not just a, a country. It's an entire corporation. It's a company that have brands and that have um, chains all around the world. This is a global thing. These corporations aren't quote unquote made in America the way that people think they are. They are essentially a part of that globalistic or global agenda where these globalists, when they take money out of of the United States, they take these businesses and they take these corporations away. Where do you think where do you think they're doing with them? They're, They're moving them overseas. They're helping other people out instead of the people starving and the people that are homeless in this country. And people are so stupid, they don't sit back and realize that people like Obama, people like the Clintons, and all these other Democrats, most of them, and some Republicans, some rhinos too, y'all got to be held accountable. All these people are secretly globalists. They're not nationalists. They don't look at the country the way that Trump looks at the country. Trump looks at this country as big business. Trump looks at this country as a cash cow, and that's the way a country should be looked at when it's been looked at, it's been looked at like that for years, but a president hasn't been directly focused on the country because they're trying to protect their relationships with people outside of the country, and they lose track of the people that are actually bringing money into the country, and the people contributing to the country, and the people contributing to the society, and it's the opposite effect, especially when it comes to the welfare system. You go to the people that without that given the opportunity do or die they would make they would make a they would definitely make a leap into making money legitimately right instead of just sitting back and getting handouts but these people aren't motivating they're not giving them real opportunity so for these people to stay where they're at i mean love it or hate it it is what it is like i said if i were to get involved or if I had any connection politically, I would give the idea. You take away welfare. <clears throat> you have all these businesses, all these companies. You have all these uh, factories. You have all these warehouses. You throw them directly into the workplace. No if ands, or buts. Now, of course, there's exceptions to the rule, but we're not even going to talk about that. The thing is... <clears throat> And this is the problem. You got people, people in a deep state, uh, um, 
Lyndon B. Johnson, right, LBJ, he created the welfare system. The Republicans who get into position or even close to that point, they don't look at that for what it is because they don't know that it's been more of a problem for the blacks than a resolution. You erase that. You give them direct access to jobs, and we're talking about careers. You give them direct access uh, access to education, and it's sort of that sink or swim moment. That's what you do, and then you'll see the people truly thrive when they have no other... They have the opportunity by default, technically, but the welfare system has done nothing but kept people in that stagnant position and there isn't the property there isn't the investment there isn't the generational wealth being passed down in our communities because of this I don't give a fuck what people talk about outside of this because outside of this what else are you talking about Oh, reparations? Give me a fucking break. Niggas get reparations. Half of the fucking community is going to OD. Because you got all this shit with fentanyl and all these people are fucking addicted to drugs and popping pills and all type of shit. You'll see niggas not invest one fucking red cent to anything that will benefit them a year from now, two years from now, five years from now. None of that will exist. You'll just see niggas with basic-ass vehicles, with big rims, shitty subwoofers, bass too high, just distorted distorted fucking stereos everywhere you go. That's what would happen if, if niggas got reparations. You know it, and I know it. I'm black, and I'm black black. I ain't half this. And none, I'm black, right? So I don't, I don't sit back and, and pretend that you know, things would be better if we had reparations or even <clears throat> even to the extent of things would be better if we had a black president. I'm over that shit. I don't know about y'all. I know most of y'all are because y'all voted for Joe Biden, which explains a lot. Without them even knowing, it explains a lot. Who was going to catch up with her parents for the first time in a long time in a Starbucks store. Take a look. Thank you, Papa, for meeting me. I know, but it's all big. What is this? What the? We're going to stop it there. What the? I don't want to listen. I don't know what these people talking about, man. All right? No disrespect. I don't know what these folks talking about, man. All right? Got time for that. But you kind of get where this is going. Um... Wokeism is a virus. It's a cancer. It's spreading worse and faster than feminism could ever spread, which is actually that's something to be said, actually. Something to be said. Feminism is. Feminism is bad, but it's only it's only worse for the women who follow it. It doesn't affect men much, if anything, those are the type of things that wake a man up and get him to realize, wait, everything that I thought was, you know, supposed to be, you know, right or positive is seen as wrong or negative. Those people realize, hey, 
I'm just not going to deal with it. So most of them fall back. Like, hey, I'm good. Go your own way. Are those guys who got the means, they got the income, you know what? I'll get the passport. I'll go somewhere else. I'll go to Brazil. You know, I'll, I'll go to wherever. You know, guys, guys who truly focused on themselves were the ones that were able to do it. That's the trick to it. It's not the guys who just want to impress women that decide to get a passport and leave. It's actually quite the opposite. Now, this isn't the shot. This isn't the diss at uh, passport bros. But a good percentage of those guys, not not all of them or not even half, but a noticeable percentage are guys that just didn't have. There wasn't options for him where he was at or he just didn't. He just didn't really vibe and understand the concept of the West. And that's most men today. When women ask the question of why don't men want to marry us? And they're the ones that are getting drunk, partying all night. Or these are the type of bitches that will be seen on girls going wild and shit. And then claim to want to settle down. I mean, and they'll tell on themselves. I'm not, this ain't just me just saying shit. They've, they've actually done this. So many videos I went over with bitches just telling on themselves. But this whole wokeism shit has went above and beyond what feminism would ever be. And that's saying a lot because feminism been a thing for decades. This woke agenda, honestly, is almost one and the same with feminism. I just thought about it because think about it. The woke agenda and this involves everything from civil rights. This involves everything from feminism at that time, which was definitely light compared to what it is today. And like I said, it's the only reasonable um, it's the only reasonable wave of feminism that men, for the most part, typically don't care about, meaning they're not against women voting. They just don't care. They don't have that time to really care about that on top of all this other bullshit that's going on. What the? It's not worth it. But the wokeism going branching from branching from the civil rights era and branching from sort of this free love sort of, you know, anti-war way of thinking, this was a thing. And today it's almost mirrored, but at the same time, the people that are political are warmongers, right? These people want war. Um, I think Mike Pence is one of those guys, and we'll talk about him on the next episode, which I'll just be recording directly after. Doesn't make much of a difference anyway, because it's already 1010. I just need to get some ice and get some more iced tea. Before I uh, deal more damage with the content that I need to go through. But the whole go woke, go broke thing, man. What more evidence do you need? It started off as just a, a term, right? People people rarely knew about the word or 
when they knew about the word, it, it had a whole different meaning and it had a whole different message around it. It wasn't something that was supposed to be obtained by Hollywood and just made to be whatever they want it to be. But that's kind of like how Hollywood remakes films, right? It's almost what I talked about earlier with The Twilight Zone. You take a show that didn't need special effects, you added special effects just to keep the people watching, and you still failed to gain an audience. The Twilight Zone can is untouched. It should remain untouched. Forrest Whitaker couldn't save it. Oh, yeah, I'm going deep, man. I know my history. Twilight Zone's easily top three, in my opinion, show of all time. I will fist fight to the death over that. I will say that. I will fist fight over the Twilight Zone. I don't handle criticism lightly about the Twilight Zone. Everything else, I don't give a fuck. You take a show from technically the late 50s, because I believe 1959 was the first episode or pilot of the Twilight Zone. And you compare it to the first episode of what they tried to remake recently with Jordan Peele. It's an utter embarrassment. These people, these these people need to leave classic films alone because that's also a woke trait. I want to end this episode by saying that one of the woke traits outside of the many agendas that they try to promote, they take things that are phenomenal. They take films, they take old shows that meant something to the world. I'm black talking about the Twilight Zone. Just think about that for a second. There's not many of us. A lot of us, we know about it, but a lot of us aren't really fans like I am. It reaches, it goes beyond color. It's a cultural thing. It's a cult classic. People love the Twilight Zone, right? Hollywood goes, hey, people still talk about this. We can do something with this. And by do something, they say, we can fuck this up. We can damage this beyond oblivion and get people to not even talk about the show anymore. Because look, man, the 80s version of the Twilight Zone was on a classic level, although it's more recent and they kind of they incorporated their own uh, variation of CGI to the mix, which made it a little cartoony, but it was still a classic. You had guys like Morgan Freeman on the Twilight Zone in the 80s, guys like Bruce Willis in the Twilight Zone in the 80s. It's a classic show. Uh, All the actors that are on the show were phenomenal, either on the show or in other shit off of the show. It's one of those cult classics. Woke, the whole woke agenda, they'll take a classic show, add a gay character, make this person black for no reason, and then wonder why people complain about it. Leave this shit alone. Make up your own shitty concepts so we can just make fun of you as a director, rather than having to bash a, uh, bash a fucking classic show like The Twilight Zone. It's horrendous. These people have no originality whatsoever, and it's sad. <sighs> Got that ran out of the way. I had to do that. I could have done a lot more, but I'm not going to do that because, like I said, I still got another episode to do. 
a late night episode, I might even go for a drive. I think that's what I'm going to do. But for right now, as I always say, in the meantime and in between time and until next time, Jersey Judah with another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. Check out Sky News Australia on YouTube. Um, A lot of good information, actual news, not the fake news. But until next time, I'm out. Peace.